That's amazing. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line at um, YouTube or somewhere. And I appreciate it. Good morning, everybody. Hi, y'all. So let me explain. I shaved my beard. Isn't that amazing? Yesterday I had my barber to shave it. And the reason I shaved it, because it was itching. And then I was allergic to black hair. And so I started breaking out and bumps and, and all that kind of stuff. Because black hair tend to go back in rather than come out, right? And that beard wore me down. I tried everything, so yesterday I shaved it. I might grow it back, I don't know. But uh, that's what happened. I couldn't wear the nappy hair. Uh, amazing. So, what else? Fellowship time. You all came to fellowship not to be taught, right? Oh, congratulations on the baby. There, here's what I have. The bond people are getting married and having babies. Congratulations. Boy or girl? Girl. Beta. <laughs> so when the girl came out, you're like, oh, Lord. <laughs> you're like, go back. <laughs> so why didn't you make a boy? Who knows? Beta. Next time. But congratulations. What's her name? Uh, Keslin. Oh. Yeah. It'd be difficult. No one can get it, but. Right. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Any questions or comments about anything? Right here. That's good. Somebody had a life this week in the green. Thank you. Good morning, Jesse, and everyone out there. Good morning. Uh, so two things. Did you end up, uh, or have you seen Amber Rose lately? Yeah, she has a tattoo. Yeah. On and her then forehead. Not just, not just that, but I noticed her face looks completely different than that, when you interviewed her. That's the mark of the beast. Yeah, totally. But also, it was so nice to hear from Earl on uh, Friday. Oh, it was? And I, well, for me it was. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking, we should all pitch in and maybe see if Earl would be interested in uh, an all-expense-paid trip to L.A., and, and you guys could meet. I don't want to meet him. You want to meet him? <laughs> Why would I want to meet him? Aren't you curious to see what he looks like? Not at all. No? You're black. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are interested in Earl? Maze. And Maze. And Maze? Yeah, you could get a panel, exactly. Maze, Earl, and T. No, Maze, Earl, and Skip. Skip from Georgia? Oh, that's amazing. I'm not that interested in Earl. <laughs> but I smoke on it. I, I guess it was just a, a thought from Satan. No, I smoke on it. Thank you. All right. Um, Victoria, did I see you on TV? You did. You, uh, what is it named that door? No. <laughs> What's it called? Pick that door? No. What is it? I picked a door or a box, but it wasn't a door. Um, Adrian and I, are you, yeah, she's here. Yeah. Uh, we went on to Let's Make a Deal. Right. Yeah. And she was dressed as a bee. Oh, God. Right. Verify that, Jesse. That's cool. They chose you. <laughs> I like the way you handled yourself. You were funny. 
Was I? Yeah, you were perfect for that show. I was so nervous. And so what did you win? I won a Vespa. And did you sell it or you, did you take the money or you took the machine? No, I still have it. I'm going to keep it. Oh, yeah? That's amazing. So how did they chose you? Because of the costume? No. You have to pretty much show that you have a personality. So <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but it's like... I know how to turn it on, is what I'm saying, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's good. And he asked you what was the secret to helping people out of credit, overcome credit. Mm -hmm. You're like, I can't tell you. I told him it was a trade secret. Right. Yeah. That was a good answer. And who went with you? Adrian. Oh, Adrian. I, did, I think I saw you later, but not on the show. She won as well. Oh, you did? Where did you win? Oh, hold on the mic. I won a $2,000 shopping spree for Bloomingdale's. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And so you were dressed as what? A clown? A clown, yes. Oh, that was so nice you guys went on that show. I'm like, that's so nice they went on the show instead of playing all holy. <laughs> like, they just don't like the world anymore, you know? That was really cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It looked like it was. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Anybody else would Yes, sir. I was curious. How much was the taxes you guys had to pay on your? Well, they don't have. <laughs> they don't need to get into all that. It's really a <laughs> He want all your business. Any other questions about anything? Right here. Thank you. I have a, actually two questions. Is this your first time? Yes. What's your name? I'm Chris from Costa Rica. Hey, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's what you look like. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Been talking to you for years. Though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome, yeah. man. Yeah. Can I shake your hand at some point? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll Thank take you. a picture, too. Thank you. Appreciate it. Did you that. see Hake? Um, yeah, he looks a lot thinner in real life. Oh, he Or maybe thinner. he's lost weight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Go ahead. Yeah, two questions. Number one, I just got this new prescription. So can you tell me what uh, Joel looks like? What color is he? He bet. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Did you recognize him when you saw him? Immediately, yeah. Yeah. Immediately, I, I was like, it's true, he is black. He bet. <laughs> He's um, from Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas, yeah, that's right. Um, and then the other thing is, I, in the Bible somewhere, um, I, I think I, well, you, you won't remember this, but I used to be an atheist, and I actually read through the entire Bible, like twice. But not you to, read the entire Bible twice? But it wasn't, I, at the beginning it was to memorize it, but then after listening to you I realized that's just stupid, that's just my ego, trying to intellectualize it. So when you first read the Bible, uh, uh, the whole Bible, yeah. what, what was it like for you when you finished? I realized it's, it's like a book of redemption. Oh, it is? Yeah, it just lets you know that um, God is constant, he loves you so much he gives you, I don't know how many chances to fix your yeah. life and well not fix your life but to realize that you're playing God how long did it up. take you to read the entire Bible the first time um, a couple months two or three months really yeah I don't know if I could ever read the whole Bible it was so dull Jeez. it just uh, I'm black and it just takes I hate reading this much I made notes and I'm like that's a lot of reading <laughs> <laughs> it, well Jesse I'm black too and it it I think the first time I ever read a book, I was probably 19. So it's just, it was, but I thought that's, now that I'm a Christian, you know, I have to read the Bible. So that's yeah. why I read it. Amazing. But I realized that um, that's not, 
Like the intell- I was reading it for my ego and for the intellectualism of it. Right. To be able to quote people back this, and I could rem- I, I don't remember anything from it now. I remember the overall. Right. Uh, yeah. Not- we well, need to know. It'll, it'll be the, the yeah. Holy Spirit will remind you. Yeah. Exactly. When you need to know. Exactly. And so, um, one of the things that, because I remember when I read it, it was so fascinating. I was like, oh wow, I'm a Christian now, so now I don't sin. And then I ended up going back to going to church, so actually going to church, and they, you know, they put that into your mind that you're you're a sinner, and that you're always going to be a sinner, and so that kind of like burst my bubble, and so then after maybe a couple months is when I found you, and I realized yeah that that does make sense of God saying that that you're you can no longer sin once you're born again then why not? Right. But there's a my question is this. Um, there's a part in it that says, I think it talks about the truth. It says, it's better that you have never known the truth than to know the truth and go back. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know if you know. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, something like I that. I kind of remember that. And so, does that mean, does that mean is it better to not have been, well, now that I ask it, I, I'm actually starting to see the actual answer to it. But yes. Does that mean that, once you're, and I, I don't think it means this, but this is what I thought it meant, is if you're born again, you can actually come out of it and not be born again, but I don't think that's true. No. But, so what does it mean? That, you know, on the silent prayer, I say to the folks, yeah. if you're not ready to overcome the fallen state, I don't say exactly like that, then the best to just wait. Because if you start and stop, you fall back into that darkness, mm. It's hard to overcome it. Matter of fact, I know people who have not overcome yet and because they went back. And that way, because when you go back, you got more than one demon watching over you, right? Yeah. And it's harder to come out of it. Yeah. So if you're not ready for the change, just continue to suffer, live your evil life until you're ready to change. Yeah. Okay. Because it's worse when you go back into it. But it doesn't mean that you've been reborn. Right, because once you are truly born again of the Spirit, you cannot be unborn. You can't go back. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel that. I, not Well, not feel it, but I sense that because yeah. I, I sense like God watches over me now, period, because I have complete faith in God. Absolutely. And it actually happens at work. Like They ask me, why don't I worry? I said, I, why should I worry? That's right. I said, I believe in God. Amazing. That's good, man. Yeah, that's well, welcome to L.A. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. Anyone else? Yes, sir. The man with the hat on inside the building. <laughs> you know, I was... I oh, really... two men with hats on. <laughs> we got a real man. No. Oh, see you there? Go ahead. I realized that, uh, you know how you say that we have no right to resent and no right to have anger and... And then I and then to we should forgive and and I realized that the opposite of resenting is forgiving. So why would I have a right to forgive myself? And that I realized that I never really did forgive. That I I just understood, and the forgiveness happened on its own. It wasn't me. That's a good point. Trying to forgive. You can't make yourself forgive. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. But once you see that you're wrong. And you know that that's wrong. It's revealed to you that you're wrong. Yeah. Then the revelation shows forgive for you. It shows you how yeah. it does it all. You're absolutely right about that. I just want to share. You cannot make yourself forgive. 
Um, have James to come here for a minute. You can take him back. Thank you, man. I, um, I want to just share, share something with you from James. Anybody else? Why he getting James? Okay. Because I have some questions. I need James for just one moment. Speaking of forgiveness. There was a, um, a guy that called James Radio Show a couple weeks ago. And he was uh, angry, I guess. And remember the guy that called your show? Can you come right there for a minute? This sort of focus on you. This is a hate report. <laughs> With the good hair. <laughs> remember the guy called your show a couple weeks ago? He was angry at me and you and everybody else? Yeah. What happened the first week he called? So the first week he called, he... He started challenging me and kind of prying into Jesse's life, like, how come we never hear from Jesse's son on the radio show? And how come you're not married and nobody's married and having kids? And then I, I named a few of you guys who have gotten married and had kids. And he said that, yeah, I know those guys. They're a bunch of weirdos just like you. <laughs> and then I'm like, that's not a real argument because you're a weirdo too. Is he married? Um no, I think he might be divorced. Oh, uh, <laughs> But um, he started saying that, like, well, I told him that everybody you know is a weirdo if, once you get to know them. Yeah. He's like, that's true. But he was basically like, I said, how come you're being kind of snaky? Because he was asking all these weird prying questions. And then um, he said, I'm just, I'm not being a snake. I'm being straight up with you. But he basically, like, liked Jesse on the politics thing, but once it came to religion and Christianity, he thinks that Jesse's like a cult and said that we're just a cult. And I'm like, Jesse's like, if he's a cult leader, he tells everybody not to listen to him, not to believe him, but to know for yourself. That's not a good cult leader. <laughs> but uh, And when I go home, I lock my door. <laughs> uh, and then he called back... <laughs> And then he called this week, today, right? Yeah. And he apologized. Yeah, he apologized for being, kind of making underhanded accusations. He called accusations. a couple weeks later and apologized. Yeah. Yeah, and I would call him like a white snake, a snake. Kind of <laughs> and I call everybody a snake on my show. And so when he, when he called today, what did he say? He said, I wanted to apologize for, I had unknowingly been really judging and angry at Christians and all Christians, anybody who pushes Jesus thing and Bible thumper stuff, and that I had been judging you guys, and yet really, like, I think that Jesse's on to something with the, the spirituality stuff and forgiving and getting over anger and stuff. Okay. And the reason I mention that, because you guys know this guy. I don't want to mention his name because he's not here to defend himself. But this guy, one time I had to put him out in the church because he's a Jew hater. And he was going on and on, right? So I had to put him out. And then he came back and said, uh, you know what, I was wrong. But I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then another time he came and he said he had gone and forgiven either his mother or father or someone. And that he really can see now. I really, I really can see what's going on. And now he's angry again. And the reason I bring that up, two reasons. One is that forgiveness has to be caused by God. He will cause your heart to forgive and he will renew your heart, right? Take the evil away. And secondly is that um, you cannot trust an angry person. And he really proved that. 
I thought one moment he was a friend, next moment he was a, uh, angry, so he become an enemy. And name calling, making up stuff. So as long as you have anger, you can't be trusted. And it's not like you walk around, not, you know, I don't trust you. But you just know, I don't care if it's mama, if it's daddy, mama, your brother, your sister, your co-worker, your friends, your cousin, or the sister in the alley. You can't trust an angry person. And it's just the way it is because anger is of the nature of Satan. And there is no love in anger at all. So when you overcome it and people turn on you like that, you just you don't hold you don't take it personally because you know it's not them. They have not overcome that nature. You must be born again. And a lot of Christians and a lot of people are not born again. It's just the way it is. They want to be, I believe, because why they go to church, they read the Bible, they do the hooping and hollering. I was watching this woman on church who was a preacher lady, right? I mean on TV who was a preacher woman. And she was laying hands on people, healing them, she said. But it was all emotional. She would bring these people up first, they were really singing all these sad songs. Make me want to cry. And then they have you come down and they're like the Lord told me you had a back problem. And the Lord going to heal you. Oh, cannot, not, 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 no, so, let, 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 my mommy. Oh, sin, not, not. Everybody go, oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. And then while everybody's all praising the Lord, the music get louder. You can hear the organ. Everybody, hallelujah. And then the person standing there right there and some people gather around the person because you know you're going to get knocked down, right? <laughs> and so so they grab and hold the person. And so the preacher does the na-na-na-blah, uh, blah, 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 right? And then they put their hand and they, in the name of Jesus, and the person fall back. I'm like, sit down. <laughs> and so, but I'm wondering why they think God is like that. It's all emotional. It's all fake. Is there any, you read the Bible twice. Is there anywhere in the Bible where Jesus did all that hooping and hollering? No, but I think they don't know what love is. So their misconception of love, that's the closest. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think they know what love is. So their conception, their misconception of love is emotional. So when they see that and in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, then they believe it to be real. Yeah, and the person that you're about to heal, they better fall back. They have no other choice, right? Because if you don't fall down, especially when the preacher pound you upside the head, if you don't fall down, then you'll make the preacher look bad. You don't want to make the preacher look like he's not, it's not working. So you fall back and just pretend like it's working. And then you start shaking. Just And then if you're a woman, they put a towel over you. So your dress don't come up. Everybody's like, Lord, look at that. But it's all an act. It's no different than going to a bar. God is a quiet voice. Everything is done is stillness. So when you have issues in life, when things come up, you know, he doesn't say overreact. He said, be still and know that I'm God. You know all that overreacting and hooping and hollering and speaking in tongue crap. Satan is your daddy. 
It's just so apparent now. But when I was going to church uh, before I was born again, I didn't know it was a, uh, a joke. Because it felt emotionally good. I remember singing in church. You know, like they have, they're doing all that. And I would be embarrassed not to do it. Really, I, I felt like I had to do it, right? And so I would do it too, even though I wasn't feeling it. I would do it because I was too weak not to. I didn't want to embarrass the preacher. And sometimes the preacher said, why are you not standing up and hollering? Because the preacher feel insecure too. It's a mess. It's a misrepresentation of God. And it's unfortunate. That's why I'm glad you all waking up and becoming witnesses. Because it's really needed. It really is needed. Yes, sir. You know, I think we actually do know that. Um, because, sorry. Um, I think we actually do know that because... You know that it has nothing to do with God? Yeah, in a sense. Because, like I said, when I was an atheist, I, when I became a Christian and I thought I was a Christian, um, I said, well, now I, now I have to go to church. So I'm like, all right, let me go to the blackest church I can find because I wanted to see like the most, like the over the top, you know, emotional things. Yes. And and I chose one, and and as soon as I saw that, immediately I was like, there's something wrong here. And then when they started speaking in tongues, it was the same gibberish. Like gibberish should be different; it should be random, but it was the same exact gibberish. And inside, I just knew that that was not right. But I didn't know any better. So I thought, right. all right, it has to be this, so now I have to buy into this. Did you ever speak in tongue? No, not at all. Oh. They tried to get me to, but I... Yeah, I, I went to Crenshaw Christian Center, and when I joined their church, after I joined the church, they took me into a room, a whole bunch of us, really, and they taught us how to say it. Oh. And even though I had no idea what they were saying or why, I went along with it because I was too weak to say no. And that's why we have to overcome that fallen state so you could be in a perfect example of what God is and he would draw people unto you. Yes, right here in the white. I, um, yesterday, I don't know if it's related or not, but I was uh, yesterday at uh, hanging out with some magicians and uh, amongst some magicians? magicians, like magic cards. Magic right, stuff. okay. And Were you playing card, magic card? Yeah, I'm, try, I'm working, I'm learning that skill. So you're ripping people off? I, you know, yeah, <laughs> being deceptive. <laughs> Ooh. I know, it's going to be interesting. But uh, interesting enough, there was So a, you're learning to rip people off? No, not rip people off, no. Learning to uh, learn magic tricks, uh, card magic. Oh, card so like when someone come over, you say, uh, and you do this, and then you say, pick a card. Yes. And they pull it out, and they hold it, and you say, that's a space. Ace of space, right? Yes. And then they put up money first, right? No, no, no money. I mean, unless they want to pay for the entertainment aspect. Oh, of it. okay. But I'm not doing but, it. So you're not ripping them off? No, no, no. Oh, hallelujah. No. <laughs> I was going to say. That's definitely not my intention. Right. But I am interested in doing card magic and card okay. manipulation. I used to be a clown when I lived in Costa Rica, and so I... Um, I was a clown there, and so now I'm like, oh, I'd like to get back to it. But anyways, what I wanted to say was I was with amongst the people I was hanging out with, there was a guy who did hypnosis, and it's very interesting to hear what you're saying because I had an interesting experience where they told me, oh, you know, do you want to see hypnosis? I said, sure, I'd like to see what happens. And so they pulled one of the guys, and he did it, and he was able to get him to hypnotize him. And 
he, he had him do um, two things. One, to forget a, phone, a number. Right. So it was number five. Couldn't, he couldn't say the number five, which he actually ended up saying it. And then the second one was when he woke up, to, he would give the guy a hug. And so he did. And afterwards, I asked him. I asked him a lot of questions. I said, you know, how did, did you hear everything he said? Did you, you know, what was the experience like? And he said, you know, he heard everything, but he was still very compelled to do it. Right. And after he did it, I said, you know, I want to try it. It. And the gentleman said that the guy he was hypnotizing, from a level one to six, he was like a level two in susceptibility. He was not very susceptible. That's why he didn't get the first um, ask of not remembering the number five. Right. And so I did it, and I wanted to experience what it was like to be hypnotized. And so he hypnotized you? He hypnotized And what happened? Me. And it was a very interesting experience because... First thing, it kind of brought me to the place of silent prayer. You know, I was in kind of a place of silent prayer where I had a clear thought, clear mind, but a lot of awareness. And he he would talk to me, and his instructions. I heard everything he said. However, I was I wasn't able to get hypnotized because I was at such a place of an awareness that there was no there was nothing to like. I didn't. I think there was a sense of in, unconsciousness you have to get into in order to be hypnotized. Yeah. But I wasn't in the state of unconscious. I was in a state of very much awareness. Amazing. And I couldn't get hypnotized. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, what I realize is that most people are already hypnotized and don't know it. So that's why it's easy to do it because you're already hypnotized. For example, uh, and I'm not pushing how you should vote or anything, but if you notice the liberal media now, they are now saying that Russia is involved in the election because Russia want Donald Trump to win, right? And I'm thinking, why would they think anyone would believe that again? <laughs> why? I mean, they went through all that already. Nothing came out of it. No proof. No nothing. Why would they keep, why would they say it again? And I noticed the liberal media repeated it and repeated it and repeated it. And I'm like, no one going to believe that. Right, and so I was talking to a family member who was a Democrat, and that's the first thing the family member said. Oh, Donald Trump is trying to, uh, Russia is trying to help Donald Trump again. I'm like, oh yeah, you are. There are people out there who believe this over and over again because they are hypnotized and they don't know that they are believing a lie with no proof. There is. There was no proof the first time around, and there is no proof this time. They don't even say, well, Russia's trying to affect the election. Here's why. Here's the proof. They don't say that. And the people will believe it. They'll just believe it. I'm like, what the? you got to show me proof at some point. You know what I'm saying? But they, have, they don't even bother showing proof of it. And folks are believing it. And that's because most people are hypnotized and don't know that they are. Anyone, anyone, anyone who has anger uh, in a fallen state and you're hypnotized. And you're not going to know it until you come out of it that you were hypnotized. You're already hypnotized. That's why people can control you with lies and deceit. They can make you feel good or make you feel bad. They can just control you because you're hypnotized. They can make you angry and they can make you not be angry. They can control you, but once you overcome that, you cannot be controlled. You got to come out of that um, that state of mind. You're in a fallen state, and that's what's going on. 
That makes sense? So that's why people are already hypnotized. They really are. I was. I didn't know it though until I woke up. And I came out of it. I'm like, wow. I didn't realize I was that hypnotized. Believe it a whole. Anyone that believes abortion is fine. They're hypnotized. Anytime you can convince someone that they can kill a baby. You know you got to be under. Or let the criminals out of jail. Put them back in the neighborhood. No bail bond. You got to be hypnotized to accept that. Right. Uh, yes, ma'am. So what you were saying about being... Oh, wear a hat in a building. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what you were saying about... Oh, wear shades in a building. Wear what? <laughs> oh. I'm seeing people wear shades in a building. Did, I didn't see your shades. You had shades on, Victoria? Oh, no, I said I had them on my head. I had oh, I didn't even see them. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see them. Uh-huh. I just thought about it. Some people do that. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, um, so when you were saying about being hypnotized, I think that uh, it can go many ways too. Like my brother, I feel like he's hypnotized by my mom. Um, because, so we've been having this, and I feel like I'm getting out of that place because I live with my mom. My mom raised me. And my brother is, I've never been close to my mom. I've always been like, get out of my, my space kind of thing. Right. And my brother has always been like, I don't know why, if guys are like, I don't know if it's a thing that guys like draw more to their mom when they are separated from their dads or something. But my brother has always been like, adore her. Like she can do the worst thing, but my, my brother is like, okay, like submitted by her, right? So my, my father gave us a house, a inheritance, right? To all of us. And then, and my brother, it's, it was mine, my brother, and my sisters. Yeah. My mom, Put her, like, falsificator. Is that good? Or, like, yeah. Put her where? Yeah. Falsificate the, the, the signature. Falsify. Falsify. Oh. Falsify. English. Did a falsification. No, Did a falsification of the signature of my dad to put her, yeah, forge. Forge. Yeah, forge my dad's signature right. to have her, my house, our inheritance in her name. Yeah. When my dad came, she was like, he was like, I'm not going to put you in jail, but you need to put at least uh, the other three children on, your, on, on the house, you know, because I give them to them, you know, I give them to my children. Now my mom has a lot of debt because she's like horrible at business and she wants the house completely for her. And she did my brother, he, he like, she convinced my brother yeah. to give her the house and talk to us, my sister and I. Because we respect my brother. We've always respect men. Like, okay, you're a man. Like, we respect you. Right? Um, so my brother, he's like, he was like, res- we respected him. And my mom knows that. So my mom uses my brother to yeah. tell us, yeah. hey, give, her, give me the house. Right? It didn't work out because my sister and I are like, kind of like, uh, like getting out of the spell of my mom's um, kind of like manipulation right right her control, and control. then my sister which she's more like i think my sister is more out there um Maybe outspoken uh my sister went and talked to my mom and said okay mom if you, i'm not gonna do anything about i'm not gonna sign the papers and my mom went crazy like yeah. like like cause her and all these kind of things like really really mad my and really really mad then she called me my dad my my brother called me 
because of the dispute that my sister and my mom had and try to like put my uh, my little brother in the phone and to long story talk short, to me you know long story short because we're not yeah, on TV yeah yeah sorry and the thing is that I feel like there's so much like manipulation and manipulation yes. is like hypnotism and I'm like I'm getting out of it I'm really like trying to my best to don't like get affected but it's still hard for me and it's kind of like okay I need to like step well, back once sometimes. you overcome that anger then she will not be able to control you in any form or fashion because you won't have the fear. You will be able to see where she's coming from. And you won't see her as mama. You'll just see this person trying to steal from you. And you'll be able to deal with this person without any fear at all. Your mind is being renewed. It's amazing to me how... Thank you, Rob. It's amazing to me what mothers do to the children. All mothers need to be in jail. <laughs> I mean, when I become president, <laughs> I'm going to pass a law. All mothers need to be in jail. It is so amazing. Your mother will drive you nuts and don't even care. Because she's already caused you to become angry, right? So she has control of you. Whomever caused you to become angry control you. So the mothers already have control. And if you dare to try to break away, if you dare to think for yourself for a second, you have hell to pay. Mama ain't going to allow that to happen. It's amazing how they, they'll literally destroy you. I'm putting all mamas in jail. After they vote for me. <laughs> but it's that evil spirit that made a home in them. That's why when you get married, move far away from your parents and don't let them come to visit. Maybe two or three phone calls a year. <laughs> don't let them tell you how to treat your husband or your wife. Don't call them up for advice. You got to stay away from them unless they truly repent and be born again. Otherwise, they, you could be 90 years old and they will still try to control you. That's my baby. I'm not your baby. You got to stand up. You become an adult when you become an adult. You're no longer mama's child. You're no longer her baby. And then daddy is too weak to do anything about it. Uh, I saw an episode on TV where the mama was upset about the, the man, her, the son, who now a grown man dating a certain woman. And the guy really liked the woman and she liked him. But because she wasn't upper class, sophisticated, the mother did not like it. And so the, the son was like really mad and he was like yelling at the mother. The father was standing there. The father wasn't saying anything, right? And as soon as the son went off on the mother, he's like, don't talk to your mother like that. I'm like, what the? He didn't correct the mother at all. And the mother was going off on the son. Didn't care about hurting his feelings or anything don't let your mother move to West Hell with you. Really, that doesn't mean you don't love her. Just don't resent her. Because the same person that raised you or raising your grandkids, the same spirit, it's the same thing going to happen. And I want to say, and I realized this from Thursday night meeting with the ladies, it's not the woman herself, but it's that spirit that made a home in her. Really. It's come from the fall. It came from the fall with Adam and Eve. And until that woman is truly born again of the Spirit of God, Satan is her daddy. 
And she literally can't help it because she's driven by that spirit. It's not her. That's why when you get married, you're supposed to protect your children from that mother so that they won't have to go through that. And the men have to be right. You have to be perfect. Women too, but especially the men, right? Because it's that spirit, and that spirit is wicked. Christ made it so you can overcome it, but they need some examples. They need the parents to be perfect so they can't overcome it. But the mothers will destroy you, and they won't feel anything about it, all while trying to pretend that they love you. Oh, I love you. No, you don't. If you love me, you leave my life. Let me be grown. Let me take care of my life. But they'll insist, and they'll find ways to come. I did an interview. I may have mentioned this, but I did a, a TV interview when I was in Arizona the other week. And the interviewer started talking to me before the show started. And he was like, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, my mother is causing me so much stress, my hair fell out. A guy, right? And this guy is married. He catches hell with his wife and he has kids. Or a kid. But the mother's like in fear. And he had to end up giving up his home according to him. He had to give his house to the mother. And go live with his wife mother. Until they finally buy a house. I'm like what the. I said look. Go put your mother out. She gotta go. That doesn't make sense. But she doesn't care. She doesn't care if she's taking his house. Uh, uh, She doesn't care if she's driving him nuts. Because that spirit has no love in it at all. None. It's just, you got to face reality. But you're not going to see it until you forgive. And then you can deal with it. Most adults are afraid to face mama. They are scared to face their mother. They'll face daddy, but not mama. That should tell you something. You're not supposed to be afraid of your parents. And if you notice, most of the time, it's not daddy who want to move with you. It's mama. You didn't even ask her to come. But she'll find a reason. Oh, I'm sick. <laughs> I need somebody to take care of me. Well, you should have had your husband take care of you. But I'm serious. We got to face this reality in order to overcome it. We can't pretend that mama is sweet. I can think of many names to call mama. Sweet ain't one. Really, it's just reality. And ladies, you got to be honest about this so that you can encourage other women to overcome that spirit. And now they'll pass the law, they're getting into government, it's a mess. It's a real mess. To the point that, and then I'll take some hands, to the point that, and I wrote this down because I saw it the other day, and I've seen it before, in Washington, D.C., they have something called drag, drag queen story time. <laughs> have you heard of that? So, I kept flipping back and forth to try to understand this, because I could not understand it. There was this big black drag queen, fat black drag queen, and you could tell it was a drag queen. And he was like halfway dressed, just showing his nasty legs and, and just fake hair and just big old heavy guy, right? Doing a drag queen story time, and guess who's sitting around letting it happen? Fathers and mothers, they sitting on the floor and and the drag queen singing, if you're happy and you know, clap your hand. And, you, and then the parents are, some little kids are like nine months old. 
And so I kept trying to get an understanding. Why are they sitting? What made them accept this? That they would show up with their kids and sit on the floor and do what? And you look at it, you know that's a man. Even if you were blind, Stevie Wonder would have recognized him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're putting their, and I'm thinking, and then it happened to be white people. And the drag queen was black. So I'm trying to figure out, are they doing it because they hate to hurt the drag queen play, uh, fate, uh, feelings? Are they doing it because they don't want to appear to be so-called racist? What made white people do that? You're like letting Satan take over your children and you're delivering, delivering your children to Satan. And, and, and I'm thinking maybe they're liberals, but ain't that much liberal in the world. <laughs> That's beyond liberal. Wayne, why would they take their children there? And then they act like it's real and it's just wholesome. Rebecca, what's going on? Why do they do it? I read a, I heard a podcast about that, and they said the mothers are more into it than the children. If you watch the videos, the children are just sort of sitting there like, what is, yeah, they just being on. little kids. But the mothers are the one who are clapping the hands, singing along, and really relishing in it. And there were, in, in this particular one with the black drag queen from D.C., the fathers were sitting there too. That's why I kept flipping back on to make sure that I see men sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, are these men sitting there too? Are white people that afraid of the blacks? Well, you've heard the term virtue signaling. So I think a lot of it is they're showing the world how virtuous they are by accepting the different. So the white people are trying to show the blacks that? Yeah, they're trying to show the world that they are so accepting and so loving that they accept this transvestite and, yeah. And they're so sacrificing they their would, children. That's why they would sacrifice their children to them. That is insane. Would you ever do that way? You want to take your grandbabies over there? No, I would not. Would you have a, uh, would you be uh, brave enough to say, no, I'm not, that's evil? To say that, I'm not coming oh, to, with my like kids. to Samantha and her children? Sure, yeah. It's my blood. White people yeah. don't do that. Yes, sir. And then there. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. Um, Hi. So, since last Sunday, I've been paying a lot of attention to my anger. Um, specifically when I, when I confront and deal with people in my life who are wrong and evil. Yes. And normally, um, you know, before I started waking up, I would just ignore these people. I'd let them walk all over me. I wouldn't say anything because I'd usually think that, oh, well, it's more trouble to deal with them than it is to, you know, just be quiet and let them say their nonsense and then go on with my life. Right. I've realized now that, you know, I kind of have a duty to, you know, I have a duty to speak up and say, you know, this is wrong. This isn't right. That's evil. My question is, you know, I I watch the fallen state. I listen to you on your radio show. And when you when you talk to these people and when you confront them, you you handle it. Not I wouldn't say you treat it like a joke, but you you take it with a sense of humor and you you know you you deal with it very gracefully. I get a lot of uh, anger that bubbles up when I when I deal with these people in my life. Yeah. And I was just wondering if you had any advice on that. You got to be born again. 
you got to overcome because anyone who has anger, they are emotional. Their feelings are easily hurt. They are afraid. They, you know, you can't really deal with the world. And the way to deal with the world, to overcome the world, you got to have good working through you. God has to be working through you. So when you forgive, all of your weakness will disappear. Because I was there too. I used to be afraid to speak up, man. I wanted to. And most of the time when I did it, it I did it out of fear that I would do it the wrong way. Even as a kid, I always spoke up somewhat. And and that was time when I would want to speak up. And I'm like, this time I'm going to do it. And it was like, and when, it, when something happened, I could feel it coming up really strong, right? And it didn't lock in my throat. And then come out like a girl. Or you say something and then. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like it was going to come out like a man. But by the time I reached here, do you mind not doing that? <laughs> <laughs> right. But or once you say God took away my anger, all that stuff disappeared. And so what happened is he's renewing my mind, as he will yours. And all of a sudden, everything just seemed different. It's like the real reality is there now because there is no fear. You can see the difference between the, the truth and the lie. You can see people. They don't know you see them. You can know that where they're coming from and they don't realize that you see where they're coming from. And so you're treated with, with love by not hating it, right? But uh, and then the last thing is that there is nothing on earth that can happen to you that is that important. It is a joke. It's a joke. So when people get angry, it's so funny to me. Because they be getting mad about nothing. You could just say any little thing. Like I can say, I'm black and I'm slow. They'll get mad about that. And I'm talking about me. I'm like, why are you mad at me? I said, I'm black and I'm slow. But they identify as okay. I said, all black people black. They'll get slow. angry for you. Yeah, yeah, they will. But that's because they're hypnotized. And you can see where they're coming from. And nothing is that important. Because I'll get angry, but then I'll catch myself and realize that I'm getting angry at this person. So then I'll draw it back. But I want to get to a point where it doesn't even cross my mind to get angry in the first place. I That's just... right. Have you, um, have you forgiven your mother? No. Well, suffer. How long have you been listening to me? <laughs> suffer and... <laughs> Why have you? How long have you been listening? Um, it's been about, I'd say, a, a solid month now. Oh, just a month. Yeah. Where's Mama? Uh, she's here in LA. Why have you gone and forgiven her? Um, I've been making excuses. I haven't felt strong enough. Well, then suffer. Yeah. Because it's, you must be born again. You got to overcome the spirit of Mama, which is not her spirit, but Satan in her, and return to the Father. Otherwise. You're going to stay that way, and as you get older, it's going to get worse. Because Satan is your daddy. You must be born again of God. And in him, there is no fear, worry, or doubt, or anything. It's just perfect love all the time. Then you can speak up, and if they don't like it, fine. If they do, fine. It wouldn't bother you because you're doing it with love. You're not trying to hurt anyone. I guess why. I guess another reason why I haven't gone is... Um Maybe it's uh, a part of me is having problem with the belief. I'm having trouble believing that it can't just be as... 
for it has to be a more complex solution. It can't just be as yeah. simple as going to her and saying, I forgive you. It has it's, to be more than that. It's, simple, it's so simple, man, it makes you want to holler. <laughs> it's so easy. Once you do it, you're going to get past that fear of her. And, and the rest of the light will come on. And it just, it's simpler than what I, I'm able to tell you. Life is so simple, it's not even funny. It is so, it's amazing. No wonder God said, take on my ways. And my yoke is easy. My burdens are light. And he's absolutely right about that. It's mind-blowing. But you got to become his son. Right now, Satan is your daddy. And, and, and women are your God. Right? And you, you're not going to get over it until your mind is renewed. And only God can renew the mind because it's spiritual. You have, you have to be born of the spirit. So you got to face your mama. I'll do that. Are you married? No. Are you dating? No. Well, good. Don't do it yet. <laughs> but you got to face her and, and see that it's not she's wrong for whatever she did, but it's wrong for you to resent her. It's not right what she did, but at least you overcome her and become yourself again. Have you dealt with your father? Um, no, I haven't dealt with him either. How old are you? 21. Oh, oh, you're a baby. Yeah. Would you suffer? <laughs> Go get a girlfriend, get beat up. <laughs> Give her all your money, take her on trips. Pay for hotels. And when you get tired of suffering, you'll go to mama. Yeah. <laughs> but go to your mother and deal with her, man. I will. That's the only way you're going to overcome it. Do you think it's right to resent her? To no, I, I know it's not right. And I think... Um... I, I think a, a part of me resents the fact that I know it's not right, but I still haven't gone and dealt with her yet. Um, I, I know that I need to talk to her, and I need to forgive my dad as well for allowing him to you know, let her do what she did to me. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah. You're fortunate, I, man, to be so young and waking up coming into this. You're saving if you go do it. You're saving yourself a lot of hardship, well, I've been, a lot I, of money, I've been and no babies out of I've been sh- kind of shouldering this whole thing, you know, by myself. I mean, I, I, I did a lot of I did a lot of what you talk about. You know, I moved out. I've been on my own. I work for myself. No one pays me. Right I pay on. for my own bills. Um, but I'm, I'm getting to a point in my life. I'm getting to some pretty critical points in my life. You know, I'm almost to med school. Um, I'm getting to a point where if I don't have God on my side, I'm going to hit some roadblocks. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so I'm, I want to face this now before it's too late. I don't want to, you know, get, you know, like some people to my 40s, my 50s, and still have not dealt with this because I know it's going to come back and bite me later. Absolutely. Yeah. Go do it, man. Don't put off today. For tomorrow, if you see you need to forgive, straightway go and forgive. Then you could be free just like that. But you got to do it. Yeah. Are you doing the silent prayer dot video? No. I'm oh, suffering. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think going to happen if you don't do it? God's not going to change for you. He's not going to change any rules at all. Yeah. You got to follow the rule of God if you want to be free. I haven't. Um, you have a I, I haven't. I, I I want. I know it's not just going to happen on its own. I know it right. doesn't happen like that. Yeah. Um. And I've been ignoring it. 
I've been ignoring making the changes, and, and, and I don't really know why. Because seeing as your daddy, you're listening to him. He's giving you all kind of reasons not to do it. Yeah, Put no, it I, I, no, I see that. He um, wants your soul. Because I make choices. I make choices make where choices. I realize that... He's making choices for you, and you think you're making them. We don't make choices. We have never made a decision. You're being influenced and don't realize it, either by good or evil. Right now you're being influenced by evil, and you think that they're your choices because it sounds like you, but it's not you. Well, you know, also when you say that none of our thoughts are ours, right? A sing- every single thought that I have does not belong to me, but when I'm in, when I'm in this state that I'm in right now, that yeah. I have been in my whole life, when I have those strong thoughts, especially the thoughts of resentment, of anger, they feel like they, they are me, that they, right. that they don't come from Satan, that I hate my mother, that I hate my mother. Yeah. You know, it's not, it doesn't come from some outside source. It, it feels like it's me, that it, it comes does, from It does, but me. it's not you. It really does. That's what a lot of people have a problem with, because it feels like you. You know, you feel the pain of it, you're thinking about it, but it's a spirit that's inside your body, and it's pretending to be you. And I practiced, you know, I, I, I practiced with some of the thoughts I had this week. I said, you know, <laughs> I imagine what you would say. I said, wow, that's amazing that I had that, that that thought went through me. You know, that's, yeah. that, that's, um, but some of them I wasn't strong enough to deal with. They just felt Because you like, can't. You need the light of God to deal with them. That's why we have to be observers. We can't do anything about it. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. We are the observers. We're not the creators. It's spiritual. We are a spirit. You can't do anything about it at all. And the sooner you accept that, the better you'll be. I don't want to take up any more time. Thank you. No, no problem. I'm glad you're here. But you got to go deal with your mother, man. I will. And, uh, but I'm happy that you're out on your own. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten that far. Yeah. I've gotten that far, but I'm, I know I'm not going to be able to get as far as I want to go. Well, you really need to let him guide you. And he will now that you're out there because you're going to run into some situations out there. Yeah. All right? But he will show you how to overcome them. Thank you. All right. But go and do the silent prayer, man. Are you white? Yes. Very. <laughs> white people are supposed to follow instructions, right? <laughs> It's a blast that won't listen. But do the silent prayer, all right? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Uh, right there, and Mark, and all over, all right? And then I have to do something else real fast. Yes, sir. Going back to that uh, drag queen in the library, what you were talking about, um, what it is, is that there was, we, we saw one incident that, that happened in Ohio where that was going to take place, and a street preacher went in there. To speak the truth that that was wrong, that's wrong because oh, yeah, they're, de- they're, they're desensitizing the kids' minds. But you and, know what? I can't blame them. I blame the parents. What kind of parent would take their children to the library and see a drag queen? Be like, come on, little baby, let's have fun with the drag queen. What's, it's the parents. That's ridiculous. You can't blame the world for that. That's the parents' fault, really. The world is doing what it's supposed to do. It represents evil. When will we represent good? We can't blame them for that. They don't make you bring your kids to the library. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And as long as we are saying what they are doing to us, they're going to win. 
the, the, the thing should be, what's wrong with me that I would take my kids to this stuff? That's pure wicked and uh, evil to do that as a, as a parent. Because as is. a parent, you want to nurture your kids the right way to follow conservative values. To know. follow God. Amen. That's why you have to be perfect parents. Otherwise, you create imperfect children. Because the parents are not perfect. You're absolutely right, man. Yes, Mark. On the uh, forgiving the mother thing, I think uh, what Trevor said is really cool. A lot of times I hear people say, oh, I don't want to blame my parents. It's so mean. You know, they did so much for me. Why am I just going to blame all my problems on them? And, um, you know, when you get to see that Satan's been lying to you, it's not what it is. What it really is, is is you're apologizing. You're stopping your hatred. You know what I mean? Like, I stop hating my mother. I stop treating her differently because I know how she's going to react because whatever. And something that no one tells you that I just kind of witnessed later is that you become very useful to your parents. You really you know do. what I mean? In the right way. In the right way, yeah. Not like, out of I was, guilt. I was just talking to my mom last night, and she was like, you know, I'm not going to live with any of my boys. You know, I, and it was just kind of like expected, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, no, you shouldn't. You know, you really shouldn't. You should you have said, your hobbies. Did you ever think that you would? You should have some. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? You should. Well, it's different, you know, to like, you know, correct and to like let them do it on their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, she, and I'm right. like, when she's like, I should have friends. I should have my own time. I, sh- I said, yes. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy, you know, and you're just going to want to suck the life out of everybody. You know it. And you know that's what you're going to do. And she was That's like, why she coming over there. <laughs> life. The kids die early. Mama's still living. <laughs> How come mama living so long? But I never would have... the life out of everybody. I never would have imagined that would have come out of her mouth on her own. That's you amazing. Know, just by being calm and just treating her like you treat everybody. Yes. You know what I mean? And not being like, no, mom, or whatever. And she's just like, you're right. I should just have my own place and yeah. you know, your not grandmother depend die on yet? people. No, she's never going to die. She'd have sucked the life out of your mama. I know that she is. That's your mama's going to die. We have thought, but grandma be dead a long time ago, right? She's been dying for like she 10 just, years. Yeah, yeah, 10 years this woman's been dying. <laughs> and she's more alive than his mama. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, yeah right. and You can with, love your parents once you forgive them. You're going to love them with God's love. And she can't control you with that love. That's the beauty of it. Or my father, for example, I think some of our other family, they try to control him. They try to use him. And, like, he can just talk with me. You know what I mean? Right and on. I think he, that's, it doesn't, it's not much, but, like, you know, you're at least useful in some capacity to them. Where Satan was telling you, you're going to make them sad. You're going to do all this, all this other crazy stuff. It's like, yep. not only do you go free, but you actually help them in the right way. Absolutely. That's what happened with my parents. Absolutely. I became the parent, they became the children. It was weird, but it was fun. Absolutely. Uh, Yes, sir. I just noticed the correlation of everything, the hypnosis and the forgiveness and everything, and you said that God is the creator, and, and Satan is not the creator. All he can do is destroy and recreate what he destroyed. And In his image. In his image, and so... The, the whole hypnosis thing, it's like, you said desensitized, but I see it as more of like the more sensitive you are, the more you're able to be destroyed Absolutely. and, and, and uh, recreated in, of the world. Like you said, we're in the world, we're not of the world. 
and when we're able to be sensitive, like everyone's so sensitive nowadays. Are you hypnotized now? I hope not. Do you know you're inside of a building? <laughs> <laughs> you can just say it if you want me to take it off. Oh, no. Okay. I just want to see if you, if you recognize you're in a building. I do. And you don't need a hat. <laughs> I don't need it. But these lights. Uh, are you going bald or something? No. Uh, but I need a haircut for sure. <laughs> Most of the time, bald-headed men wear hats in buildings. Yeah. All right, but you're right, man. You're right. Yeah. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Right here. It's really funny because, like, um, I'm born again, but I've been living in a fallen state for a long time, and he's 21, I'm 51. Wow. And I'm here because I need to change, but um, my name is Jay. Welcome, Jay. Yeah, thanks. And um, it's funny because I've been watching for about a month as well, and... uh, Basically, I couldn't understand forgiving my mother because I've always loved my mother and she's also born again and she's funny. I have a great time hanging out with her. But I've been a beta male for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny. So then I actually got got the nerve to call her on the phone. She lives in Ohio and she's actually moving here, which is crazy. And she did Well, my sister also lives out here, too. It's just you the two of us. With you? Not to live with me. She did find a... We found her a place. In, Call her up and tell her don't come. Really? Are you serious? She's going to destroy you guys. You're probably right. Why she knows she that deep down. She, d- she doesn't want to come. And and I called her to forgive her, though. I, and she was, like, really happy about it when I asked... When She's I told her I forgive you her. because she wanted to get out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She was the opposite. She didn't want to come. So my sister wanted her. We both wanted her to come here. Because, Why do you want Because she's getting old and we want to be with her. Why? I can't explain why. I don't know. I feel attached to you're her. Ba- I see? I'm a beta male. Yeah, yeah, you're a beta male. And I've been living in anger, yeah, even though I'm born again, which is weird. You're not born like, again. Really? Okay. No, you're not okay. born again. No. <laughs> why do you think you were born again? Well, I accepted Christ as my Savior. Oh, Lord. Yeah. One of those. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been a... <laughs> so if you accepted Christ as your Savior, why would you be afraid of your mother? But, you know, here's the thing. I, I didn't even realize I was afraid of her. Right. Until you had you to see, stand up to her. It's, uh, well, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. There's, there's definitely so some... So you were born I again to, of your mama, not of yeah. God. Yeah. Well, you're right. I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's still a little strange to me. Like I, um, I, It's like I don't fully get it yet. I'm still Maybe I'm still stuck in a hypnosis state. You are, yeah. You see. When a man say, and a woman say, I love my mama, that's the clue. <laughs> that mama is God. Um, do you, what do you need to forgive your mother for? You know, that's what I can't figure out. I, I don't know. Um, you know, it's like this is kind of very new. But but the thing is, when I started watching you, it, you there's just a, a truth that comes across that's so beautiful yeah. uh, that I'm drawn to it. So I, I do still believe I'm born again. I, I believe that. You know, God has me forever. I do believe I've been living in a fallen state. I'm not happy about but it. But if you were born again of God, how are you living in a fallen state with Satan? There you go. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's best to leave it as I don't know than to claim that you were born again because you're preventing yourself from being born again. Mm-hmm. Because if you were born again, you would not be afraid of your mother. You would not be identifying with her. You, you, you would not. It wouldn't be hard to call her up to say, don't come out here. Are you crazy? You wouldn't be afraid to do that. And yet you would love her in the right way. 
So basically, I should probably tell her you should you should stay. Not until at. you see to do it. Not because I said it. Because no, I see. if you do it because I said it, then she's going to call your sister up and say that your brother's hate me. He's an enemy, and they go all turn on you. You won't be able to handle that. Yeah. Well, it's hard to handle now. Both of them coming out. It's hard to handle both yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And why? They, it's sometimes it seems like they team up against me. I feel bullied by them sometimes. But, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. lie. You know, like yeah. I'm not, I get, yeah. But like this anger thing is really it comes at me real hard all the time, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, because yeah. did you know that any man that has anger is a woman? <laughs> I did not know that. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> you female. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's not natural for a man to have anger. Men, men are logical. Right. That's why, and, and because God is their father, and Satan is the woman God, right? And so the men, God shines through the man, the son of God, to bring, help to bring the woman out of that state. That's why when she loved her father or her husband, she'll be fine. But because you have your mother's identity, you won't be able to deal with these women in your life right now, your mother and sister. But once you overcome your mother, he will take her identity away. Then you can deal with all people with perfect love. And what's crazy, you're telling me this, but I still, in my mind, I can't figure out how to do that. I don't know why. So like, it's it's and, like I'm still confused for some reason. So do you think you're right to resent her for the way she is? Well, you know, it's weird. I, I don't. I never felt resentment towards her. Do you or think if I do, right? I don't know. I don't right. know that's what it is. Do you think it's right to be afraid of her? No, I don't think it's right. To be and why are you afraid of, anything, of her? Of anything. But the thing is, if I am, I don't realize I am. You said that, that they, you're afraid of her and that she and your sister take you through it sometimes. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm just not admitting it to myself. I, I, I'm not, I don't know. There's something. Something's lost. Are you doing the silent prayer? Nope. Oh, do the silent yeah. prayer. And I don't want you to. Don't make up anything. If you want to know, get to know yourself and it will be revealed to you. Thank you. That way you have it for yourself mm-hmm. and not because someone else said it. Because once you deal with her, she's going to build an army against you. Everybody's going to turn on you because she's controlling everybody. And she's going to talk about how bad you are. You blamed her. And you said you hate her. Who are you to hate her? Hate her. And she did everything for you. And then you start feeling guilty. And next thing you know, she'll be living in your house. Well, I did call her and tell her I forgave her. For what? I, I just told her I wasn't sure what it was, but I, because of listening to you, I thought, well, maybe this this guy's obviously onto something. I got to figure this out, and and you know, it felt good to call her and say, "Look, I just want to let you know, you know, yeah. uh, I well, forgive you." And she was, she's like, was she didn't get mad? She was like, "I understand." Before, after she said she was coming out here. Well, she didn't want to come out here. It was me and my sister that were asking her to come here. She, we we kind of convinced her to come here. Now, uh, now, call her up and tell her you're just playing. Okay, I will. <laughs> I will. Don't come. Okay. No, but do the silent prayer. You'll see for yourself. Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, you're welcome. Is this your first time here, too? Yeah. What's your name? Uh, Peter. Peter! Where's Paul? <laughs> How you doing, Peter? I'm great. I'm all as well. Yeah? Did you deal with your mother? Yeah. And what happened? Uh, this is about a year and a half ago. About I discovered you about three months ago. And you went to her? Uh, yeah, she was uh, in the hospital uh, at USC, uh, cancer ward, and she was dying. And uh, I went to her uh, the night she died. Oh, good, man. And uh, I forgave her. And what did she say? 
She couldn't talk. What did you say to her? Uh, I said that I had a lot of, you know, we've had a kind of a rocky relationship. She raised me alone. She kind of turned me against my dad. Yeah. And that was, um, I would stop talking to her for months at a time because she'd turn me against him. Right. She'd say bad things about him. And I say, you can't say bad things about my dad. That's half of me. So that was a lot of that. So I just forgave her. And were you, like, really happy she couldn't respond? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I'm glad you're dying. No, I wasn't. I'm glad you I, came I, I, no, I, I wasn't glad she was dying. It was, oh. it was uh, very painful for me. Why? Because she was my only family in America. In America? Yeah, my dad lives in Japan. Oh, yeah. and that's where you're from? I'm from L.A. So you have no other folks here? In, in, um, in the whole America? Yeah. No cousins or anything? I have one cousin. Well, play with him. <laughs> yeah. Or better yet, start your own family. Get um, married, start your yeah. own family out and do it the right way. You'll be fine. Well, I, I wanted to um, thank you because um, what you do here, what you say is the truth. And uh, my life changed after I forgave my mom. Right on. And... Yeah. Uh, a lot of fear uh, dropped away. That's right. And I got closer to God. And uh, my faith just improved. My career opened up. And I immediately I became close with my father. Right on, man. Who I didn't really know growing up. He was in Japan. I'd see him every once in a while. And I, re- I hated him because my mom convinced me to hate him. And actually, she left my dad. Like the whole story of what happened was exactly the opposite of what really happened. Isn't that amazing? And uh, I thought this was like a unique situation. But no. the more, more of your show that I watch, I see that it's this universal epidemic. Yeah. And uh, I went to stay with my father for a month in Japan. And we had the best time. And then he came here and stayed with me for a month right in on. L.A., and, Did you uh, eat a lot of rice? Yes, <laughs> a lot of rice. Uh, Brown rice or white? Always white. There you go. <laughs> he white. He, he white. half white. He half Japanese. Good, uh, man. There will come a day when I return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. But it's the greatest kept secret on this side of heaven. It really is. The the evil is coming through the woman, not through it the really man. It really is, yeah. And it's been like what? No, my, my whole personality changed. I, I yes. was really like my mother, and then overnight, I became like my father. Right on. That's right. It's incredible. That's this right. This is exactly what you're talking about. And then right after that, I started seeing your videos, and I said, "This is what I'm going through. How is that possible?" And then I just uh, uh, sh- started showing him your videos. Right on. Um, what you're doing is amazing. And it's the same spirit around the world. I get calls from around the world. It's the same thing happening everywhere. It has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with male or female. It's this battle between good and evil. Right versus wrong. It's the same thing everywhere. That's I've, why we can't listen to the world because they're lying to you. I have a question for you. Yes. You're always talking about rebuilding the man and rebuilding the family and God over man, man over wife. Yes. Woman, woman over children. Right. Um, so many women that I know have a problem with their mothers. 
Right. And they're, All clo- of them. they're closer to their fathers. It's like the opposite of what men are. Yeah. Usually men are closer to their mothers. The women now, that are closer do, to their father, though, it's not the way, it's not close to him in the way it should be. They just love their father, but they still have that angry spirit because the father has not overcome his mother. So that's why they're feeling that way, you know. You give so much advice to men. What are, what's your advice to women? You really want to know? No. <laughs> you don't want to know what I'm saying? No. My advice to women, they have to overcome their mothers too. Because women are not themselves. They are their mothers. That's why they feel sorry for mama. That's why they, mama come and live with them. Or they let, the baby, let her babysit their kids and all that. Because they are too weak to say no to the person that they hate. And she'll make up reasons to come, right? And they can't say no when they really want to say no. They will, the mother would go and destroy your marriage. And the, the, the daughter is too weak to stop her. Because she has her mother identity. She's not herself. Women this, have to do the same like a, thing that men. They have to forgive. God will forgive them and then they will become themselves. And that way they cannot be controlled not only by mama, by anyone. It seems like what you're saying is that the world is filled with children who haven't grown up and who don't know how to grow up. And it, it's almost as if Satan is trying to keep everyone like children so that they don't, you, know, you say the children of the lie. Yeah. Like, it seems like all the adults are children. Right, so they're that, children of so Satan. Who is the adult? What, what, there's like a lack of adulthood. Right. Like a crisis of adulthood. There's no grown-ups. Where are the grown-ups? They're... They don't exist right now. But they're starting to happen though, through you guys and ladies. They're starting to wake up and things are changing. But that spiritual birth has to happen. You must be born of the spirit. And that's why Satan keeps you in that darkness. But it's changing. Just be patient. You guys are waking up. And that's not by accident. When he wake you up, he's going to use you for his purpose. So don't worry, it's happening. All right? So tell those women they need to forgive. We, we talked about somewhat about that at our, we had a women's forum this past Thursday night. And I told them it's the same thing. You got to forgive your parents too. The spirit that's made a home in you is not you. It's Satan made a home in you. It's the same spirit. So it's happening. I, um, right here, then I want to, I got to ask my biblical question. Yes, sir. I was talking to this uh, psychologist about that exact thing that, you know, you have to forgive your parents and grow up. And she's like, and how you explain it. And she's like, people pay me to do that. (laughs) She's like, that's what we're doing in therapy the whole time. It's like just trying to get them to realize that point. And here you are just telling them simply. Are you unconscious? Are you hypnotized? Am I unconscious? Am I hypnotized right now? I don't think I am. Uh, I've been hypnotized, so it is kind of strange that it was like two months ago I was hypnotized. But you're not hypnotized Deeply. now? No. Do you know you're inside of a building? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. In fact, I kind of think what, what you do and with the silent prayer, because when I was actually hypnotized two months ago, it was a really deep experience because I, I was like, I could clearly see the difference between the silent prayer and my consciousness and all the stuff that was being like influenced upon me. Do you know you're inside of a building? Yes. Do you know there's a roof on the building? Yes, I know the sun's not over my head, and, and I know it's I not going to rain on. in here. I know. They I just have... repaired the roof. 
Yes, I know. Are you going ball? No. I, I, I have a habit of wearing a hat because I used to get migraines from light. So I just now feel... Normally, it's that. women who wear hats to church. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the roles are reversing. So how you doing, buddy? Oh, good to you. Uh, good. Yeah, uh, yeah, no man is good. So, uh, you were here last Sunday, right? Yes, sir. And how have things been yes, since you were here last Sunday? Good. I mean, I mean, well. well yeah. Everything's been well. <laughs> everything's been well. You and your girl doing well? Yes. Oh, good, man. All right. Any question? Well, yeah, I did have a question for you. So, so since I'm 18 and I'm barely becoming an adult, I was looking at a lot of things in the, um, in like the, um, like the Congress and stuff. I was looking at, at the taxpayer money and stuff, and I was noticing that the taxpayers' money have been um, mostly like stolen and using for stuff that yeah. people have their own um, like personal reasons. And I noticed that's been mostly used for um, like um, the abortion clinics and stuff. And then they have they've been um, having abortion clinics mo- um, more abortion clinics um, around the poor neighborhoods, like. Um, yeah. There's been genocide on the black um, babies and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I just wanted to know, like, um, your opinion off that. Like. Well, that's not going to change until men get involved with the abortion issue. Yeah. We're, because the black men are weak now, they're becoming females. And so now that there's no one there to stop it, the women are giving into it. And it's not going to change until men return to being men and stop it from happening. That's the only reason it's happening the way it is. Because when I was growing up, I'd never heard of abortion. It doesn't matter what the baby was like, they still had the baby. And whatever God did with the baby was fine. But that's why they're doing it. By weakening a man, you can destroy the world. So that's not going to change until men change. Because it's easy to convince the women. Because they're looking for help. Women look for the man to help her. If he doesn't do it, then Planned Parenthood, the government... The preacher, they're looking to somebody yeah. to guide them. Yeah, because I noticed they they make it easy for everybody to go get abortions. Yeah. It's being yeah. promoted and stuff, and it's like just weird. That's um, right. Yeah. But it's not going to change until. That's why they got the men out of it. Oh, you be quiet in my body. Yeah, exactly. My choice. Yeah. You can't tell me. And the men backed away, and that's when yeah. we got to this condition. Amazing. Thank yeah. you. Are you going to run for pop? Uh, pop? I don't know. I just, it's just. I need really, you to run. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think. No, it's not just stuff because it doesn't make sense. Because I've noticed that. Because I, I don't like getting into these topics, but I know that um, there's a, there's elites that use um, kids' babies, blood, yeah. so they can rejuvenate their own their own um, selves. Yeah, so I know that. I know so. that. Yeah. So it's like kind of it bothers me and stuff. So. Well, think about running for office or something. Mm-hmm, okay. Would you like to be a first lady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Yes, Wayne. Man, I got to ask my biblical question real fast here. On that topic of abortion, earlier this month was the National uh, Right to Life March in D.C. And Donald Trump, President Trump, was the first president to speak at yeah. that march. Amazing. In history, in almost 50 years. So yeah. he... We finally have a man willing to speak. The first real abortion. man. You're right about a lot that. Of, a lot of people don't know about that. Yeah. So, Rebecca, are you familiar with my biblical question this week? Sorry, I don't know what it 
every week I have a brand new questions on my, on my radio show to make people think. So this week it is, is it right to make it or be? Is it right to make it or be? Oh, be. And why do you say be? Um, I, I, I've given up on being real goal-oriented. I try to just take each moment and say, what is the right thing to do in God's eyes? And what would God want me to do? And is that working for you? Yes. Oh, good. So you say it's right to be. And Depending not on what it. you want to be. <laughs> And not make it. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, did I ask you this already, Mr. Expert? Yeah. I asked, were you on the show? No, the show. What do you say right here? This is Chris. Chris is my new social media guy. What's up? Hello. <laughs> I asked James this morning in the meeting, is... Chris having a positive effect on our social media. And he was like, oh, I don't know. I haven't checked. And then I said, why haven't you checked? Oh, I don't know. I said, because he's not black. <laughs> if he had been black, he wouldn't check. <laughs> he just trusts the white man. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Is it right to make it or be? Uh, to be. Why you say that? Uh, because I don't, I don't know how to make it. I'm I'm just being, you know. I'm just living. What does it mean to be? To be? Yeah. To be is to 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 live in the present and not in your thoughts and not trying to do anything really. I mean, it, it is what it is to just be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let let the spirit. Let the spirit go through you, you know, live in the truth. Amazing. Uh, had you ever seen Chris before, Rebecca? Does he look like one of us? No. No. That's why I hired him. I wanted to throw the children a lot off. <laughs> <laughs> they think we all have to look alike, dress alike, and be alike. Huh? Right? Um, right here, real fast, and then we got to end. Oh, okay. Can you walk faster? How come Mexicans? Why Mexicans walk so slow? That's Colombian. That's not a Mexican. Oh, that's different than a Mexican. He look like a Mexican. A Mexican is a Mexican when they look like that. Yes. Is it right to make it or be? It is right to be because to be means that you are already doing the things that you think are supposed to happen or had thought or understood from God, at some point you you just are doing those things. And then although some people are hoping to make it in Hollywood or hoping to make it in the career that are they want. Are you making it? I'm being are everything that I wanted to do. Hmm? Are you making it? I mean, I'm, I'm not making it. God's making it through me. Okay. I'm just being the vessel for God. Amazing. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I got to rush a little bit because of time here. I, uh, real faster, and then I got to wind it down. My staff is looking at me like I'm crazy. I just wanted to um, give a shout-out to my wife because she was the one that found you on YouTube. Shout-out. We just celebrated Friday 23 years marriage, and it was her birthday. 
Amazing. Um, so what was it like living with a beta for 23 years? I just have to say, Jesse, I'm very thankful for you because I don't have any more heartaches that didn't belong in my body because I'm, I'm free now. Right. So you forgave him for being a beta? I sure did. Right on. That's good. Well, congratulations. That's a long time in today's America, believe me. Congratulations, guys. Uh, so let me just say, this is a really good question. Is it right to make it or be? Um, it's right to be. Because that's why God said, take no thought about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, what you're going to whatever, right? That I'll take care of you. And when you're just being, meaning that you have no opinion about anything, no, you just, you don't judge, you just, and you don't compare yourself to anyone, you don't try to be like anyone, you just live. It's so amazing what will happen through you from him. He really will take care of you, and it'll come from nowhere. You, it'll just be like out of the darkness into the light, and you'll find yourself having an amazing life. But when you are trying to make it, you have an idea <coughs> excuse me, of what you think you want, and it's hard to do it that way. Because we don't know what we want, really. Only the ego makes us think that we do. And so it's best to just seek the kingdom of God in his right way, and it will be added. So for those who are in business, don't worry about anything. Let number one be seeking the kingdom. You want to be right. You want to become right. And as you're becoming right, he is taking care of you, your company, or whatever it is that you're doing. So let the priority be there. I was looking at this uh, show, Real. You ever heard that show, Real? It, it talks about people's lives, entertainers, and other people, what they've gone through. And I noticed that most of these people, they make buku money, they become superstars, and they, they live in these fancy homes. But they, their lives are miserable. And if you, they do the background on these people when they were little, they all came from messed up homes. They had no relationship with their fathers. They're angry at their mothers. And all oh, they were poor growing up, and they felt like, I got to make it. And so they go out and start singing. They make a lot of money by hiding closed door. They're having different marriages and cheating on one another. They're casting cancer and all kind of stuff. And I realized it's because they're not being they have not overcome that trauma but if you didn't see it you would think that they're doing fine they are not they're depressed they're on all kind of medications so i want to encourage you and i wrote something down so i can remember to tell you make sure you see what's right and uh he will take care of you i'm a living witness he'll do that you're not going to even worry about think about things anyway once you do it the right way seek him first see what's right you want to become what right what's right and uh, uh, you got to overcome the spiritual trauma. You must be born of the spirit. And going down to the front of the church and accepting Jesus ain't it. And this whole idea that uh, you could be born of God and still sin is a lie. Either you're a slave to sin or you're a slave to God. You're not in control. And anyone who is sinning, meaning that you have any anger in your heart at all, you're a slave to sin. All in the name of Jesus. And it's unfortunate that the intellectuals of the Bible and of religion have deceived so many people, right? You can't make yourself be born again. You just have to see that you're wrong. 
You're playing God, and he will cause it to happen. So don't compare yourself. If you're at work, you have a job, just be, just be, be aware. Don't try to hurt folks. Be honest. Speak up, but don't hate them. And your life will unfold. It really will happen. But you got to overcome the anger. You must be born again. And it's so, as this young man was saying, it's so simple. It's, there are no words. It's, it's so simple. It's mind-blowing. It really is. So don't just be. And you can't make yourself just be. So I don't want to hear all y'all running around. Oh, I'm just being. <laughs> How you doing? I'm just being. It doesn't mean that. <laughs> All right? <laughs> he will cause that to happen. He really will. All right? So be honest. Get to know yourself. Keep your eyes on yourself. And everything will unfold for you. It's more than you can even imagine. All right? Uh, last word, James. Do I'll hold the mic for you. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I have super chats and questions for you. Okay. Was Nothing Real asks, are children... Influenced by the devil to bully and tease other children. Only when they've been traumatized. Because prior to the trauma, the spiritual trauma, kids have one relationship with God. And they look to their parents to be that example too. But until they're traumatized, then Satan can use them. Scott from Colorado says it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a woman to admit she's wrong. <laughs> you say that again? No. <laughs> A.J. Samuel Bashkar says, Amen, all mothers need to be in jail. <laughs> they're gonna, that's the first sound bite they're going to play when I start running for president. <laughs> they're going to say women shouldn't have the right to vote. And then they're going to play all women should be in jail. So don't worry. <laughs> Mickey says, we have, you quotes you say, we have never made a decision, no. i.e. we don't have free will. Doesn't God say we have free will? No. Stephen Will says, is there a difference between being born again and being a born again Christian? There seems to be two different versions. Some people call themselves born again Christians in other churches and stuff. I have to smoke on that. <laughs> call me on my show. I have some questions about that. But the Christians mean that they've been born again and that's how they became a Christian. Right. right? Because I'm a Christian. And it's an honor to be a Christian. It really is. It's an honor to be a Christian. That's why we ask these people, are you a Christian? Uh, 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 I'm spiritual. It's like everybody afraid to say that they're Christians. But it's a, it's a blessing to be a Christian. It really is. When you really are born again of the Spirit. You do understand you've got to be born of the Spirit, right? Yeah? No? Why y'all looking crazy over here? You have to be born of the Spirit. Born again means born of the Spirit. And God is a Spirit, so you're born again of His Spirit, away from Satan's Spirit. And only God can make that happen. You truly have to be born again. Let me just finish here. Yes, sir. BC Gosnell, how do I know when God puts the right woman into my life? I saw a gal working at FedEx the other day with kind eyes and a soft disposition, but not my cashier. Should I go back and talk to her? No. And don't let her load your truck. <laughs> Kaleidoscopimus something says, what if I feel my mother needs to forgive me for always being disobedient and being a pest all the time, and I knew I was wrong while I did it? 
The one thing I want to tell you about that, because I hear a lot of adults say that, oh, I asked my mother to forgive me. The things you did while growing up was because you were spiritually traumatized. So it wasn't you. Had you not been spiritually traumatized, you would not have done those things. So when you go to forgive, you're forgiving your mother. You couldn't help yourself. You were a kid subject to that, right? And so you don't owe her an apology for that. If anything, I'm glad I drove you hell with your hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really, you don't need to apologize for that. If they had been perfect parents, that would not have happened. Yes. Last, last one, Peaceful Warrior asks, any chance for a silent prayer at the start of church? Maybe. We've done it before. It's been asked. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Good question. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Last word, man. Nobody else hold your hand. Just suffer until next week. Yes, sir. Um, what does it mean when God says to keep the Sabbath day holy? Yeah, speak up for me. What does it mean when God says to keep the Sabbath day holy? Because I noticed that many churches try to, like, they uh, believe that church isn't on, like, Sunday. It's on Saturday. Right. And they try to, like, you know, follow the guidelines of how the Bible is. So yeah, what would you say? At, at some point they were doing that. They, it was all physical. And they were trying to do things in a physical way now. But now that it's spiritual, there's a new reality, right? And, and, and the New Testament is about that new reality. Now you'll be born of the Spirit. And if you're living, when you live in the presence of God, you are keeping everything holy. Okay. So you don't have to have a special day for it. So the Sabbath day is not really mentioned in the New Testament? It's more of the Not New that Testament. I'm aware. It may be, but I'm not aware of it. Oh, true. Any Bible thumpers? <laughs> Wayne? No. But it's all of the Spirit. Now, everything you've done in the Spirit, being baptized of the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, it just means being present with God instead of lost in your imagination with Satan. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right, good question. So, um, oh, one last thing. And never, ever, 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 never, never, ever, ever, ever do what if. Don't do what ifs. If I had loved them enough, if I had, if I had cooked enough, or if I had, don't do that. Don't do any what if, all right? Just live life in the present. Because what if doesn't exist anymore. It really, and Satan wants you to believe that it does. If I had been sweeter, he's going to make you judge yourself. And in judging yourself, you're going to end up doing, going back or doing the same thing. It's going, to, it's going to be worse for you. All I'm saying, you need to realize, you know what? I couldn't see. And live in the present. Don't do any what ifs. I forgot to mention that. All right? No, because Satan will try to get you to do what ifs. And it doesn't even exist. All you have is right now. And if you're wrong, enough to know I was wrong. Don't do any what ifs. All right, that makes sense. Well, he'll make you say, "Oh, if you had, if you hadn't told Hoppo to beat me, <laughs> no do the what ifs." All right, thank you all so much for tuning in, and thank you all for coming. And don't forget to like, follow, share, subscribe, ring the bell for for notices of new videos. Also, we are going to be celebrating our 30 year anniversary this fall. Vaughn is 30 years old, so. 
It's going to be a hoot nanny of a time. You'll be able to smoke pot, <laughs> drink liquor, tequila. No, you won't. No, you won't be able to do all that. But <laughs> so we're going to be announcing it soon. The people who are putting it together, they're just confirming everything before we announce it. So get ready for that. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Really. Do the silent prayer dot video. You can't go wrong. Stay with it. Forgive. Go forgive your mothers and return to your fathers. Then you can love both parents. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you on the radio tomorrow. And thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Thank you.